Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi pre-Basho episode. It's time again for Sumo. I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave as usual. And yeah, we're going to talk to you all about Sumo. <laughs> we certainly are. And Sumo is coming at us very thick and very fast. <laughs> it's only, uh, what, two days away? Two days away. So it is Friday night at the moment here in Australia and starts on Sunday. It's Akibasho. So the, the autumn basho held in Tokyo again. We're back at Ryogoku Kokugikan. Certainly. And we, normally we record this episode on the Saturday. And the reason we do that is to bring you the freshest possible sumo news. We are going uh, a little earlier today on the Friday night. Yep. Uh, hopefully nothing happens in the next 12 hours between now and when we <laughs> normally do it. But it's because we're going on holiday tomorrow. We're going on holiday. We've been banging on for ages about going to Japan and we did have tickets, but we weren't able to go. Although it does seem like it's a possibility to start looking into going now, which uh, we might do straight after this holiday. Well, I mean, just like anything, and we'll see a few examples as we start to have a look at this basho, that sometimes the rules and how they're applied can be a little bit confusing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we haven't quite able been yeah. able to suss it out. If you know how to get into Japan at the moment, who you need to, what, uh, we don't want to do a tour, but we want to, we would go through a... Um, you know, the yeah, booking agency agent. or whatever. Yeah. And look, we, we've been through a lot of scenarios. One of the scenarios being we book a guided tour and then we just go missing. And nick off. Yeah. We, we go, <laughs> uh, they call it on the lamb. Oh. Because that's a saying for when you just, um, you, you go fugitive. The lamb. Like, I bah. think so. Really? I've never heard that before. Mm. Oh, and was, is that just on tours to Japan? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. No, I think it's about when criminals go on oh. the run. Oh, oh I have I don't never know. heard Actually, that before. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure people will point out a mistake. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So, yeah, tomorrow we uh, we booked another holiday and we're going on that. So we'll be away for the whole of the show, but that does not mean we will not be watching Sumo No Suri. We'll be popping it on. In the hotel? Yeah, and while we won't be doing any Jurio live streams this time around, we will be here at the end of the Basho to do a wrap-up. Yep. Um, that we will uh, probably have very nice tans for. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't really tan. No, I don't really tan either. I just kind of go red. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first day of leave uh, this morning, uh, today actually, and I, I popped my, you know, that feeling when you put your out-of-office on and you put the other people's names in and you set it to go and then... Um, I was woken up this morning by the news of um, the Queen dying and then I had to go back to work for the day <laughs> because we had a big uh, thing that we had to implement. So uh, I actually haven't had a day of leave yet. So I'm really looking forward to, well, having a sake now, of course. Yep. I'm really looking forward to holiday tomorrow. Good one, Queen. All right, <laughs> let's have a look at the sumo coming up. Now, obviously COVID is still a big issue in Japan currently, and we're coming off July where we saw numerous Rikishi go Kyujo all across the divisions. Still a concern for the JSA going into Sunday. Yeah, it was chaos really, wasn't it? So lots of guys out at various times throughout the basho and it sort of left us with a bit of a skeleton crew at the end. Um, so they've tried to have a think about, you know, they dealt with it in the Banzuke and I think they dealt with it pretty well. I think they did. But now they've tried to put a few rules in place apparently and the rules are quite confusing. I'm going to go through them <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to measure your respo yep. response to them. So, okay, if you tested positive today, which is the 9th of September. Friday. Friday, two yep. days before the basho, the first day, you can't enter. You can only start on day seven. Is that true? Because you've got if you test positive and then negative tomorrow. Oh, no, if you first. So these are, yeah. Oh, these sorry, are three sorry, separate. Okay, things. so. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, that well, seems. Well, I mean, that's, I, I don't know. Like, I sorry, can't Sorry, I was really looking read. at the, I was looking yeah, at the yeah, wrong yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I mean, that seems straightforward. If you test positive for the first time today, can't come back until day seven. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So then the next bit is if you test positive today but negative tomorrow and on Sunday, so presumably that means Sunday morning before it all yeah. kicks off, <laughs> so really early for the low divisions, but Makuchi would have a, a, quite a bit of the day to test, then you can come back on Monday. On day so two. On day two. Right. So... Presumably that means that you are right at the end of your yeah. COVID cycle and you're now 
better. So, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. But it's a very specific scenario Um, and it doesn't really go with that first statement about if you test positive today, you're out. Well, but it's I, then like, and then negative and then negative. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's saying about if you first test positive. Yes. It must whereas, be first test positive. Whereas as you said, yeah, if you're, if you're at the end of your time with COVID yep. and you can give a couple of, uh, negative tests, then day two, sure. Yep. An extra day just as a buffer there. Yep. And then the third one is if you're a positive, if you're positive on the Saturday, the day before the basho, uh, you can enter after a week. So that's presumably on the middle Sunday, perhaps on day eight. On day eight. Or day nine. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're trying to do the right thing. I feel like if you need a flow chart, which I think I would need to see this visually fully grasped. I think it would be very complicated. Um, Yeah. So the first box would be, did you test negative today? Yeah. Yes, no. Was it the first time you've tested negative? Yes, no. Yeah. I could see quite a complex branching flow chart coming out. Here's Rikishi haven't got time for that. No, no, they're busy. got preparation to do. They're busy. And- then what happens, there's nothing that I can say about during the basho. And all of this is <laughs> in light of trying to keep um, Rikishi fighting, actually. So Shibatayama, the PR guy for JSA, said, we don't want massive Kujos like we had last basho. Heaps of guys going, Kujo. It's disrespecting the fans that come to watch the bouts. I have two conflicting views here. One... Yes, I agree that uh, it is disrespecting the fans. Yes. On the other hand, why are we asking the PR, PR guy any questions about the processes? Yeah, well. What's the PR guy going to give us? He's going to give us public spin. relations. He's going to give us big old spin. spin. Loves a bit of spin, that guy. What, did you even know they had a PR guy? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's on about stuff all the time. I, I think I just uh, ignore he loves it. loves a speech. <laughs> he's always it. the guy. Whenever I'm like, they said this, the JSA said this, it's him. It's him oh, just going why, for it. That's why I disregard anything that comes out of the JSA. <laughs> it's all lies. But, I mean, that's, it's, it's good that he says that, and I guess he's um, really forward-facing to the audience for that. What he's saying is we're trying to not have what happened last time happen again. And I guess they're trying to do that by as soon as you get a positive, you keep that guy at home. But is that not what they were doing last anyway. time? I guess I can't really see the difference between this and last time. Yeah, exactly right. You're exactly right, except they've just made it more complicated. Yeah, look, they've tried to write it down. <laughs> I didn't hear any complaints about the quality of last basho. And the last time I looked down the total number of ricochet who were there turning up each day to do sumo, there's plenty of them. Yeah. Ichinoja had COVID? no problems with last fashion. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was just interesting that they've tried to make these rules. But I think with COVID, the only rule is really that when you have it, you've got to go. <laughs> I know, I know. And exactly, we don't need to see the inner workings of the machine. Just tell us who's there, tell us who's not there. Tell us if they might be coming back. Of course they're trying to make the basho happen. Of course they are. We get that. Of course they don't want to disrespect the fans. I don't feel disrespect. I feel disrespect about not being let into the country. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't feel disrespect from, you know, guys going QJ at the sumo. I'm not mm. sure that um, you, can, you can stop that Exactly. Anyway, exactly. anyway, that's, they're the rules and they'll be abiding by them and maybe we won't have the large number of QJ we had last time. <laughs> well, if we do, or if we don't, it's got nothing to do with these rules they've put in place. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think it's, a, it's just luck. That's absolutely right. So there's been quite a bit of news in between. Um, it's nice to see Sumo News kind of kicking off again uh, with all of the movement around. So ex-Hakuho, he has taken over Miyagino so he used to be Magaki. He, that was sort of his name in waiting. But he is now uh, Miyagino Oyakata. Right okay. when I'd got used to Magaki. I, I was about to say that. So what do you think of this change? Um, I think it's a, a confident step forward in his mm. plan of taking over sumo, yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I think it's... Um, I think it's a very important one. I think it seemed to happen quite quickly. I don't know what the timeline was meant to be on that. I mean, I guess he would have liked to do it straight away, but it seems to have been quite quick. And then I guess his next plan is to to start moving up the ranks because apparently um, the current head of the Ichimon that 
um, Miyagino is in is Isagahama Oyakata, oh, and wow. he'll be retiring in three years. He will probably um, give his stable to Terunofuji. Mm. So he'll be in the mix as well. Yeah. The next head of the Ichimon is apparently um, ex Kayo Asakayama. Yep. So that's set in stone. He's yep. very popular. And then it's sort of up in the air. So will we see a – and, of course, Hakuho would want it, I think. It, it seems like he's, you know, making a real power move here. Yeah, and it's funny when you introduce Terunofuji into that mix. Mm. It just doesn't feel like he, you know, at this stage in his career – do, uh, dominating the sport from an administrative level doesn't seem to be yeah. on his radar, but it seems <laughs> like something that Hakuhoi is really uh, interested in cementing his legacy, not only in the ring, but outside as well. Yeah. And he's he really has given to the sport outside his own contribution to it as well. So setting up the Hakuhoi Cup, yep. he's now handpicking his own guys coming up through the stables. So, you know, a whole lot of guys in the lower ranks are handpicked by him. He's got Hokuseho, he's got, you know, his boys Enho and Ishiura and even though they're not, not doing that well. But he's he's got the other guys coming up. Mm. And, you know, with the Hakuho Cup, he's, he's really been a, um, what do you call it in other sports when you go to the sport and you look out for the good the people who a, are good. A talent scout. Yeah, scout. He's essentially been, as well as having his own amazing career, he's been mm. talent scouting the whole time. Yeah, it, it's hard to know how much of it is about that generosity to the sport and how much of it is him being that talent scout out there. To me, I see the Hakuhaw Cup as a, it's a celebration of sumo. It's a chance to um, raise the sport up and to bring in that next generation. Not necessarily that they're all going to be champions, but a, a chance for them uh, as young people to... Uh, do sumo on a national stage. Yeah, I think it's probably both. I think yeah. he he's generous and he contributes to the sport, but he also gets, you know, he's clout out of it, which is uh, absolutely what he has got. So a, a really important step in his career. It's also been announced that his retirement ceremony is coming. That's going to happen. That's going to go for a long time. Wow, Don't you reckon that, it'll be long? That is a hot ticket. January 28th, 2023. Everyone is going to want to have a snip of the hair that day. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they'll open up before that. I'm not sure if that's quite on the cards for us that time of year, but um, oh, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people will want to go to that. I, I think tickets will be very scarce, but I think just being around the Kokugikan on that day would, uh, mm. there'd be a certain energy. Oh, there would. Yeah. There'd, there'd be a lot of people from outside sumo as well there. I, I reckon oh, it's totally. going to go off. Yeah, it will go off. So we saw the Jungyo happen throughout August and it's a great step in the right direction, even amidst... Uh, COVID in Japan. Yeah, heaps of people who, uh, heaps of rikishi who couldn't travel or who couldn't participate, but there were heaps who could. The vibe seemed really good. Uh, the A lot of the top guys, so Mitakumi, Terunofuji, they all decided to sort of do their, their fun bouts against each other and, and show off and give the fans a bit of a, you know, not disappoint the fans, yeah. <laughs> not disrespect the fans. So yeah. <laughs> they respected the fans by you know, participating actively in the junior. So I think, oh, it's just, I would love to go to that one day and just see everybody a, a bit relaxed. And I think it's a really good sign that it went ahead. Yeah. A uh, bit disappointing to see them uh, relying on old material in terms of the funny bouts. It's We've seen all this before. Oh, but they always do it in it, I think. Yeah, I know. I just kind of thought with, uh, you know, with the pandemic and, and time, they might have reworked the material a little bit. What do you think they should do now? Oh, look, look funny bouts is a staple. <laughs> funny bouts. Funny bouts. <laughs> it sounds so funny. Funny bouts. Funny bouts. But oh, look, I, I think we've seen the thing where where they flip themselves one way, then the other, and one guy charges like a bull and the other guy steps out of the way. I just feel like, you know, that's a bit hack. Yeah. Mm. Oh, look, I've got no suggestions and maybe I shouldn't you be criticising. You don't criticizing. want to see mucking around together and, you know, yeah, picking I, I short, just, eyes, short eyes pimples on his back. No, and... I just think com <laughs> comedy moves on. <laughs> I look forward to your full plan for the Jungyo, which is also going ahead in October. I'd like Great, a content well, plan from you, please. Yeah, I mean, with, with us being away, I don't think I'm going to be able to get it in for the October. <laughs> beside uh, the pool. Yeah, I need to see you working pool. on it. <laughs> oh, no, so I got married to a uh, childhood family friend, a lady that he's known for a long time and that he grew up with and he said he feels very comfortable with and loves. Yeah, great news. Interesting to see how Onosho performs this basho. Yeah. Could it be a um, 
Shimonomi. Well, could it be a Shimonomi post marriage ceremony slump? Yeah, because I feel a bit jib that we didn't know about this ahead of time because uh, we need to be involved in the planning. Mm. We need to know when the invites are being chosen. We yeah. need to know the font. We need to know when the decision about raspberry or chocolate cake is happening. Yeah, exactly. Now, do we know anything uh, from Onosho's wife? Is she holding support for Onosho Sumo hostage? Behind oh. the wall of marriage like Shimonumi's wife did. <laughs> we know did that for a fact. Did you hear from her, did you? We know that for a fact. Yeah. Shimonumi told us that, um, you know, since getting married, mm. she would support him fully in sumo. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, this is bad. <laughs> you don't want the support. I don't think the support should be um, relying on them being married uh. or not. I think the, the support should be there the whole time. I think if they've been childhood friends, I reckon the support's been there the whole time. Yep. I reckon she's seen him come up through. She's seen him like nearly be the next Ozeki when everybody thought he was going to. She saw the fall. She's seen the splats, the pancakes, and she's been with him the she whole watched, time. She watched from a distance and got yeah. jealous as she saw Gaijin um, sumo fans getting photos with on show after his breakout <laughs> performance in 2017. Well, legends. <laughs> oh, very attractive. So, uh, yeah, just looking really good in there. <laughs> Pink Kokugikan T-shirts. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, highlight of my life. All right. Takiyasu, he's had his second child, a baby boy. I think we've mentioned this before, but he um, he seems to be very happy about it. Well, we saw some footage of Takiyasu on the Sumo Prime time. Mm. With Hiro Morita. With Hiro Morita. Uh, Takiyasu, it was great to see him there featured. Although, you know, Hiro lowballing Takiyasu with some easy questions about his children. I yeah. feel... <laughs> Hero's leaving some questions on the table. It yeah. would be question one for me. How do you psychologically come back from coming so close to winning mm. that first U show? Yeah. Second question, how's the back feeling, mate? Yep. Third question, tell us about your new baby boy. Yeah. Yep. Simple. Simple journalism. Yep. Finish with the emotion. Yeah. That leaves people with a, a sort of good feeling, but find out some info first. Yeah, hit him. He, he needs to be unexpected for the yeah, hard could, question. Could go a bit harder, couldn't yeah. it? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Again, I've got some notes that I'll be sending through. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hard at work at the pool. I will be, yeah. At the I pool will. bar that opens at 11am with I'll, a margarita. I will be packing. Swim up to it. My typewriter. Swim up to it with your notepad. So lots of training going on. It seems like the hayers to be at this time around are a shio. So with uh, Wakataka Kage and those guys, always a, a hotbed of, of training since it's all reactivated. Tatsunami, Isagahama always. Um, people love to go there and hang out. Tamanoi, uh, they're the stables that most guys have been going um, to and heaps of training happening. I mean, there's always It's always Kiribayama. Wakataka Kage, Takiyasu's always there. Mm. Terunofuji apparently has been really good to see. Lending his body to, uh, to others to train with, so that's good news. There's going to be a Kakuryu exhibition at the well, Kokuki Camp. I saw a bit of news about this, and I have to say, I was very excited about it. This is the tribute that Kakuryu deserves. Mm-hmm. I like it because he doesn't necessarily speak up for himself, and he has, you know, like all of the other guys, faded into the background a little bit of Hakuho's. Amazing career. And we've already had the Hakuho. I mean, he got his exhibition first. But, yeah, it's really nice to see Kakuri celebrated. Obviously, we'd love to go. That goes without saying. There's um, there's a whole lot of photos. Uh, There's his outfits um, that he wore in his uh, do-iri and a whole lot of other stuff. And there'll be some kind of panel discussion talk show uh, featuring... Look who's on there. Yeah, Hakuho. And... Kakuryu himself and, and Shibatayama. PR guy. PR guy. Well, again, you know, I mean, couldn't facilitate a conversation <laughs> if his life depended on it. No, I'm joking about that. But um, uh, a great tribute to a great champion and a great point, a, a, a rikishi who, who isn't out there. Very humble, very modest, an exhibition, a fitting tribute to a tr- true champion. Will there be any artwork by Kakuryu in this? Oh, I hope so. Mm. Who was the artist though? Oh, Harama Fuji. Harama Fuji, mm. great visual artist. I think when I saw the word exhibition next to the word kakri, that's where my mind went. I thought, well, is he an artist? I didn't know. Do you think he'd do, what sort of artwork do you think he'd do? Maybe pottery? Oh, because that's so, you need to be so calm and like you really need to give time to it. You need to be very careful and a little bit like patient. I'm just going to get one step ahead of you here. 
c- ceramic artists is what they like oh. to be called, if you call them. It, you actually would know that. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> is that really what they're called? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Potters. Uh, I've got a good friend who is a ceramic artist and she hates being called a potter. Oh, really? Um, I, I feel I, like pot, potter's like old school, bit old yeah. school, isn't it? Like you're bad, back in a... Well, I think it, it just, Im- it, it what it it's does arty. is constrains the art form by saying all they do is make pots. Ah. They make vases, yep. containers, cups, cups, a lot of other vessels. Do you know my <laughs> my nephew does pottery with my sister-in-law? Right, okay. They go and do pots pots together. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so much more than pots. I, I'm telling you, so much more than pots. How Stop calling this, them potters. How old's this kid? He is about to turn, oh, my gosh, my mum just told me, five. Five. I have to send him a present. Can actually yeah. can people remind me because I have to send him. I'm gonna when he was um I'm not great at presents because they, they don't live in Australia. Um I sent him a Yokozuna t shirt when he was little and now their second son wears it. And so I'm going to get another Yokozuna t shirt, but aged five size. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody remind me to do it. I have to do it. Okay. Uh well, let's have a look at the state of play. Terunofuji, you mentioned before, we've seen him out there uh, training. Seems to be looking okay. Yeah. Injuries under control. I think so. I mean, there's never news that says he's looking, his knees are looking heaps better. Mm. <laughs> they kind of always look the same. And the only quote from him I've seen is, I think it's going well. Okay. There's was a so, lot in that to unpack. Yeah. Yep. He thinks. He thinks. He's not sure. Mm. And well, not brilliant. Well, but you know... Terunofuji going well, it's enough to get a Yusho. It's not bad, is it? It's not bad at all. <laughs> Lucky him. So he's been training, which is, uh, that's actually probably the best sign, isn't it? He's been going up against all of the guys at his own stable. Um, we saw some video that I mentioned in the Banzuke episode, I think, of him coming up against a martial artist, a, a kickboxer perhaps, and had a lot of fun there. He's faced Takayasu. He's, uh, he's gone to Arashi Obeya to train with Wakataka Kage. So great signs for him. I think he's going to go super well. Absolutely. Ah, there was a bit of news that came out uh, from Takakesho speaking to a journalist. Uh, he said something that rocked my world. <laughs> he said, every day is day one. Every day is Senshiraku. Oh boy. What does that mean? Takakesho. God, it's the, uh, the depth of this yeah, man. Yeah, the depth. It really is the kind of thing you hold in your head when you want to keep your mind completely blank. Every day is day one. Every day is Senshiraku. I feel like we're going to see that floating around the internet with, you know, no name on it or the wrong name attributed to it. Albert Einstein. Yeah, that's right. And everybody's (laughs) going to start posting it on their Facebooks. Every day is day one. Every day is Senshiraku. Well, it does make me think that we need a deep dive into Tucker Keisho's day one and day 15 results. <laughs> I mean, does he do better on those days traditionally? Yeah. I mean, is he talking about oh, life? Boy, I think, jeez. Well, I mean, what, what can, we, mean what can we extrapolate from that? Every day you're born again, but every day you die again. Is I mean, he, there's, uh, there's something. Has he become religious? I think he might have found <laughs> some kind of spiritual... Uh, Awareness um, <laughs> since July. I love it. I, I love Takakesho and he's, I think he's starting to, I don't know if yeah. I'm just totally reading this into it, but maybe show a little bit more personality and insight into um, how he's feeling just with everything. Is he, he's just getting uh, more complex, a human I being. I completely agree. I think he's maturing, but but at it, such a rapid pace, I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, it, that is very wise. Mm. Um, and when I come back to work, I'm going to say that at my very first yep. meeting. Yep. And everybody's going to, ah, oh, in appreciation. Yeah. Well, they'll firstly say, what's Senshiraku? Yeah, <laughs> I will have to explain that. Uh, he's got Ichi Nojo on day one. That's a very, very rough face up for him. For oh, Keisho. Yeah, yeah, I think Ichi Nojo, you know, we, we spoke a lot about Ichi Nojo's performance uh, back in July, but there's something that's relaxed about Ichi Nojo. Yep. The, I will. Pressure's off. Well, I wonder. But is there new pressure now, given yeah, that he's coming yeah, in as the, as the Yusho or most current Yusho winner? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated. He was flying under, under the radar for so long, Ichi Nojo. Uh, but all eyes will be on him this time. Mm. We will see Shodai. He's just living the dream. He's not Karavan. He's second Ozeki. He's yeah. got Toby Zaru on day <laughs> I, one look, at Magashira one. I mean, does Shodai remember how to operate not being Karavan? <laughs> Do you know, I mean, like the, the, there was something about the pressure and his response to it that brought out his best sumo. Yeah. Yeah, What's going to happen this time? Yeah, yeah. And a day one against Tobizaru, I think, is not a great scenario for Shordai. Tobizaru continues uh, to get better and better and could overwhelm Shordai. I did mean to look up their record, but I don't think SumoDV had uh, published the matches yet, so we'll leave that to see on day one. We have Karaban Ozeki Mitakumi. No problems here. Yep, yep. fine. Fine. What he- do you think? Well, he said he was really disappointed, obviously, at not being able to clear his name last time around. And so I actually do think for him the um, desire Uh, is strong. I I completely agree. I I think he takes the Ozeki status very, very seriously and I think he'll be coming out red hot. I think the fact that he was there at the Jungyo as well, I think it's a really good sign for him. I think the more he participates in everything, the more he feels, you know, like he wants to succeed. But we don't often see Mitakumi at those kind of practice sessions. Well, we did, and I guess now he's Ozeki, it's a bit different. He's sort of like, uh, yeah, he sort of right, has right, to right. go. That was maybe when he was lower ranks. But I've still got that in my head too, that he didn't really go to practices and that he didn't love. Yep, um, didn't love sumo. Yeah, yep. But now maybe he does. Can he clear his name? We'll see. We've got the three Seki Wake, just really living the dream. Let's... Revisit that in our hearts because that is great news. Wakataka Kage, <laughs> Hoshoryu and Daesho. So when we were watching Sumo Primetime, um, you said something that was really interesting. I think you just said it off the cuff, but I'm, I'm wanting to probe it further. You said when Hoshoryu came up and said Sumo Primetime, you said, oh, this guy is going to be the next Yokozuna yeah, for sure. Well, look, I'm a vessel. Really, I, I don't. <laughs> did, I didn't really think about what I was saying, and, and I, like in all fairness, I do say a lot of things, and sometimes I don't listen to myself. But um, well, I was listening. Oh, I think this was prompted by by Tim Sumo's poll on Twitter a few weeks ago that I didn't get involved with because I I, I was overthinking it. I think, mm-hmm. but I think the question was, what rank will the next Yokozuna come from? Oh yeah, I think I did vote. I can't remember. Yeah, and I, and I think Kodnawaka, um turned out to be a popular choice. But to me, Hoshoryu seems to be the one who is, he may not be the next, but if he's not the next, he'll definitely be the one after that. Just looking so good. It's Sekiwake now. Really, you can only describe his rise up as meteoric. Absolutely. And he's really involved in the action now. I was talking about those Heia before that everybody was sort of um, meeting at and training at. And Tatsunami is one of those. He's in the action. He's the first Sekiwake from there since, only since Meisei, last Aki. But, I mean, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> that's two More the really merrier. strong guys there. Um, and, yeah, just looking fantastic. And so maybe you'll be absolutely right. Wakataka Kage, it's his first, fourth straight Sekiwake Basho. That's a tongue twister. Mm. It's interesting, I mean, uh, hasn't been setting the world on fire at Sekiwake, but also really I don't think he needs to. It is about a consolidation time. But I think the question for Wakataka Kage is, will he become that Takanosho style mm. Sekiwake mm-hmm. where hangs around for a while, can't really s- start that Ozeki surge, and then all it takes is a little bit of an injury or you know something to go wrong and you find yourself back in the... Uh, Maya Shira ranks and it can become very, very hard to climb that hill again. Yeah, that's right. Because after the Yusho, there was that real um, power and he was trying to ride that wave of um, form and for that to have sort of really disappeared, you would say now. I mean, he's still got form, but as you said, it's sort of middling and, you know, he's really building from scratch now. It's really yeah, it does hard feel work like that, for him. And look, I mean... You know, middling, he's at Sekiwake, he's fighting, you know, every day he goes out there, he's fighting uh, quality opponents. 
The three Komasubi, there's Abi, Ichinojo and Kirabiyama. Now, Abi, he is Kujo. Yeah, this was bad news. Um, I think you got this from the Sumo Kyokai website. We did hear that Abi had COVID probably a week and a bit ago. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when it was. I think it took him out of the junior, so maybe it was a... In fact, we knew about it... A little bit longer. ...on our Banzuke episode, so it was at least yes. two weeks ago. yes. We did the maths. We knew he'd be fine COVID-wise, but we had questions about his preparation coming in. But Haya says that it's an injury. Yeah. And they say that the inside sources say it's the ankle or both elbows. Mm. Oh, boy. So who's the doctor at that Haya, do we know? Oh, as if there's a doctor. As if there's a doctor. Oh, look, and again, like the medical sciences are very, very difficult, but you could... Or you should be able to, at least as a layperson, narrow it down to the top half or the bottom half. <laughs> and then what's this both elbows thing? Both elbows. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kujo, at least we know for Abi on day one, possibility he might come back. Mm. Um, at at uh, Komusubi, and given that his uh, Kujo is not COVID-related, he'll lose his rank if he doesn't turn up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was... I was short because I had heard that he had COVID. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's, you know, he'll be fine. He'll just come back after seven days or something. But, yeah, the, the injury aspect to it is is really worrying. Mm. So good luck to the ankle or both elbows. <laughs> Hope he can come back in at some useful point in the Basho. Kiribayama, he looks fine. He's been in the thick of it training. He fights, though. Terunofuji on day one. Well, that'll be a very, very interesting matchup. We've seen Kirabiyama work away at Terunofuji. I do feel eventually he's going to find a way to knock the Yokozuna over. Will it be on day one? It who might knows? be. <laughs> uh, and the other Komasubi, of course, Ichinojo, who we spoke about before. Uh, another big effort here might send him northwards in the, the Banzuke next time. Uh, Tamawashi. A uh, little bit of a stat to keep an eye out on this time. If he makes it to day nine, uh, this basho, he will be tied for third place all time in consecutive bouts. Yeah. So that great news again that they didn't take those COVID days off, which you're not happy with. But oh, It's not that I'm unhappy about it. I just am a little bit... Mm. <laughs> well, he's accepted it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he is... Looking forward to moving up those ranks. I just think it's really cool. I think he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, big news that came um, in the weeks leading up to this basho is that Kaisei called it quits. He is retired. It's sad news, but not entirely unexpected, I think. He did look injured for quite a while. Um, he has been falling down the ranks. He's been um, in Jurio now for three basho and fell from Jury 11 to Makushita 1. Mm. So often that can be the, the turning point, I think. He's 35 years old. He's suddenly facing a resurgence from Makushita. Does he want to? Does he want to go back to that rank where you're not paid, you've got to do some work, or does he want a retirement smile? Yeah. <laughs> he chose the latter. Yeah. Well, we, we, I think we, in our post-Basho episode, we noted... Uh, that we would see Kaisei slide down out of Jurio. It it felt inevitable that he was going to to call it. Ka Kaisei was one of those ricochet that's been around in the time with the whole time we've been watching sumo. So to see one of the old boys go out like this, I accept the decision. Part of me though just wanted to see him go around one more time, maybe just get back to Jurio. And then if he goes uh Makakoshi in Makushta, then retire. Yeah. I know, he's such a stalwart. I was going to ask you what, like what feelings and memories do you have about Kaisei? Oh, well, I mean, it's hard to pick just one highlight. He's such it? a friendly guy. Um, he always came across so well. Yeah, and look, I, I think his sumo over the years has been very, very consistent. He got as high as Sekiwake in uh, July 20, uh, 2016. That's a high rank yeah. that he leaves with. Yeah, and he's now ex-Sekiwake. Kaisei, that's yep. the cool thing about Sumo. Yeah. Uh, a couple of your new shows in 2013 and 2018. Couldn't quite crack that you show, you know. 
That's the way it rolls. That's the way it rolls. I actually feel like, you know how you get asked sometimes who you'd have at a dinner party and, you know, sometimes people go for really top people or really, you know, the real stars or something. I I reckon Kaisei would be awesome at a dinner party. (laughs) I reckon you would hear fantastic stories He'd be he'd be shy at first, but then he'd warm up. You'd give him a couple of beers, and he'd just regale the room. Yeah, something tells me he would he would know a good restaurant to take you to as well. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And he'd be the sort of person where if you were friends with him and you said, "Oh, I'm coming to Tokyo," he'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah, I'll exactly. host you, I'll take you, I'll cook for you." I don't know about the cooking. <laughs> do Do we know about Kaisei's post sumo plans? Yes, he is uh, going to take on the Tomazuna. Um, okay. Man, so Tomazuna Oyakata. Right. I don't know what area he'll go into. I, I imagine we might see him in blue. Okay. Around the yeah, tracks. Yeah, I think so. Working a bit of security perhaps uh, towards the end of the year. Yeah. Maybe on the um, on the um, show that they all go on and talk, the YouTube channel. Oh, the, U- the Oyakata I reckon channel. Be, I reckon he'd be all right, the Oyakata channel. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. My words today, yeah. they're well, not there. I, I don't have a lot of intel about his um, media experience. Yeah, I can't really get a read whether he's he's shy or whether, you know, he could speak out over time. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's the latter because mm. uh, it would be great to have Kaisei stay around the sport. He was always someone I talked about with, when you were talking with people outside sumo about sumo, it was always really interesting to say that there was, you know, there were uh, people outside Japan, so there were people from Mongolia and the people from Georgia, but then he really stood out as being from Brazil. Brazil, I, just, I know. Yeah, his story. Well, you do think when's the next time we'll see a Brazilian yeah. uh, ricochet up in these high ranks? Yeah, and we saw him. Kaisei, thanks for your time. We can't wait to see you smiling a whole lot more. (laughs) I think we'll move on to Karaoke Corner. What have you got for us today? Okay, so today have a few uh, cuts, some I'd call mainstream, some I've dug a little bit deeper. But I really feel like I'm fighting the Google algorithms at the moment. Um, I don't know what kind of what's running in the background there, but Google only wants to show me the same things in terms yeah. of uh, in terms of sumo karaoke, songs associated with sumo. I had to go to Bing. To Bing? Yep. <laughs> I went to Bing. <laughs> Did you type bing.com? I Googled Bing. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, with, with searching in Japanese on Bing, uh, their video search is quite good. Look, okay. this isn't a paid spot for Bing, but it's better than Google. Google (laughs) and YouTube seem to like give you 10 Mm. to 12 results and then just stop. Mm. Whereas Bing will let you just keep going through. And then it started to throw up some few things. This was before I got on the dark web. I thought I'd give the normal web a go. Yep. Um, Because Bing doesn't know anything about you yet. Bing Bing has no algorithm on you. Interesting. Whereas Google's got you really pinned down. God, okay. Well, maybe it's going to go the same way with Bing. Anyway. Does Bing ever know anything about anyone though? Is there enough yeah, data on Bing? <laughs> Probably <laughs> Do not. Do enough people ever search on Bing? All right. Let's crack into it. I didn't really need to use Bing for this one because I've gone back to the second round drop of Sumo Kyokai Studio Sessions. Lovely. But in the second round of songs, there are a couple done by Oyakata, which I quickly skipped over. Yeah. Wasn't interested. Yep. I went back with an open mind and I I found a gem here. Okay. This is Tokiwayama Oyakata singing Himawari no Yakusoku or The Promise of a Sunflower. きみがなくのまだ僕もないていないのに自分より悲しむから辛いのがどっちかわからなくなるよガラクタだったはずの
That was absolutely beautiful. I, well, we did skip over those, didn't we? We just were like, oh, well, they're not ricochet. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not as important. But he has an absolutely beautiful voice. He's got that like real um, waving vibrato. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So uh, Tokiwayama Oyakata, a.k.a. Takami Sugi, is known for his singing. He's famous for it, often trotted out at events. Takami Sugi made his sumo debut back in March 1976. Oh, wow. Uh, Car Park Sumo, forgot to turn up, went zero, zero. (laughs) But after that, went on to uh, make his Makuchi debut in January 1984. From there, he had a long career, 10, 11 years uh, at uh, Makuchi. Dropped to Komasubi briefly, but was a very, very, very solid Makuchi Rikishi throughout his career. Now, interestingly, his nickname while he was a uh, Rikishi was Doraemon. Oh, um, right. Because of his resemblance to that anime <laughs> character. So if, do you know Doraemon, the blue cat? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, Doraemon's like Mickey Mouse in Japan. It's a it's an old uh, manga, first published in 1969. Mm. And... It's a real, a lot of people grew up with Doraemon. Um, There's been 1,300 chapters published in the manga. Uh, So what characteristics? Round head? Yeah. (laughs) Blue skin. Blue skin. (laughs) Large eyes. I I do think it's the, it is the the, the round head, the big eyes. I think the mouth looks a bit the same. Okay. Um, Mind mouth. Now, hold that in your head. Mm Mm-hmm. This song, uh, Himawari no Yakusoku, was first uh, released by singer-songwriter Motohiro Hata in 2014. This song was used as the theme for the 3D animated movie Stand By Me Doraemon in the same year. So he must have chosen that on on purpose then? Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, a beautiful little link there and lovely to hear uh, Takumi Sugi sing. And one with... Um, a real instrument as well, so a real guitar there. No, that was definitely... Really? Yeah, that was MIDI guitar. Was it? Yeah, do we want to just take another listen to that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's not real. <laughs> I think I was carried away with the, the moment. Yeah, I, were, I mean, they've done some good, like, slide, slidey effects on the MIDI there. Well, uh, look... We're not saying it's not well programmed. Yeah. That's just nowhere near a real guitar. No. All right. No real instruments. I'm just always searching for it. Yes. Searching for the real instruments in these. I you love won't them. find them there. No, no, I won't. I won't. But um, you can tell his singing is good because when he does that um, leap and it's quite a, it's not an um, interval that. No. You always hear it. You can always yep. tell a good singer when, when they can do a leap like yeah. that and hit the note just spot on. Yep. He was in complete control all throughout this. Uh, we will post the links to these videos. Definitely worth a watch if you haven't watched it already. Lovely. Uh, I get a lot of emails. Um, people ask me about my process mm-hmm. in terms of um, uncovering these uh, gems. And I wanted to talk a little bit a little bit about my process in finding this next one. So I think one of the things that I was feeling, and especially because the Jungyos started happening again, I started getting very reminiscent for the Senshu Raku parties. Oh, yeah. So pre-COVID, these were, um, you know, it's the final day celebration. The Hayers get together after, you know, all of the tournament has finished. They rip into a few beers. They sing karaoke. There's speeches, good times all around. And... Uh, look, we're going to go back to 2014, like mm-hmm. the first song again, but I just wanted to hear some Senshu Raku karaoke. Yeah. So for this uh, selection, we have Goedo yep. singing Shabontama Soap Bubbles. So you could pick a bit of Japanese out there from the crowd, couldn't you? Yeah, were they calling out 
like what? Yeah, what? Nanika. <laughs> what, what, what? So what we heard there, and I mean, this is, you know, one of the issues with doing a, uh, you know, often YouTube-based segment on a uh, audio-only podcast, you can't see the vision here. But what happens at, after that verse, uh, a lady comes out with a glass of beer. Yes. For Goedo. He yes. takes the beer. Of course he does. He has a sip. Yeah. He gives it back. The lady... That wasn't what she wanted. Oh. So she gives it back and the crowd start like urging him on. He knocks back the entire beer. Oh, Bob Hawkstar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before ripping into the second verse. Wow. Oh, that, that really um, brings that to life, doesn't it? <laughs> and again, we'll put the links up so you can see it. Uh, I mean, Senshiroku parties, what I love about hearing that audio is that it's such an odd mixture of, okay, so that, so in 2014, did you say? Yeah. So he was Ozeki, he became Ozeki in September, um, 2014. And so they've trotted there either Sekiwake or depending on when this was, Ozeki up to the front. Nobody's really listening to start off with. Yeah. (laughs) Bit of clapping, lots of talking. And then people are just like, what? That's so true. It's like it's not a performance. No. It's just part of the festival. It's not like, okay, everyone, and uh, take your seats. Yeah, now yeah, it's time yeah. for Goedo to sing. Here he is. Let's start the backing track. It's just like everyone's having an absolute ball. Everyone's having a riot. Goedo's up singing, sculling a beer. And look, you know, I mean, it's easy to forget in these times of the JSA putting out official studio sessions that, I mean, this is the real sumo karaoke that inspired this segment. Yeah. It's this, it's raw, it's real. Um, as you said, Goedo in September of uh, 2014 went Ozeki, but this was March 2014. Oh, right. Okay. Sekiwake. Yeah. He went 12-3 to a new show. Okay. Uh, he got the Shukun Show, the Outstanding Performance Prize. And interestingly, he got that, uh, so he got it in March, he got it in May, and then he got it in July. He got three wow. outstanding performances in a row. And I guess that led on to that Ozeki promotion. Let me tell you a little bit about the song. So the song is by Tsuyoshi Nagabuchi, Japanese singer, songwriter, actor, poet, and human rights yeah, advocate. Soap bubbles. He soap is a bubbles. poet. <laughs> soap <laughs> bubbles. The soap bubbles of life. Hey, 1991 was a different time when this <laughs> single came out. So what's interesting about old uh, Tsuyoshi is that he really disliked his own singing voice. So to change it, he actually gargled with shochu, which is that really strong Japanese what? white spirit. And he really tried to sing with a coarse voice because he loved Bob Dylan. Oh, so if you actually oh, you have been deep in Bing, I've been, I've been deep in Bing, um, and you've actually listened to the original performance of this song, you can hear a lot of Bob Dylan in the way this is uh, delivered, uh, and it went on to be very, very popular uh, in the Japanese music scene. I always wonder in those parties too whether they choose their own songs. So obviously, with the Doraemon example we had before, he was yeah pushed into it. Oh, you think somebody suggested that for <laughs> well, him? Yeah, maybe. Probably, yeah. Hey, you know how your nickname's Doraemon? He's like, I'm not singing that yeah, song please. one yeah. more time. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I mean, I, I, I think we can both agree, and we, we can probably all agree, that getting up in, in front of people and singing a song that's out of your range at karaoke mm. is like a bad scene, mm. right? Mm. So I would hope that they're picking their own songs. They'd have yeah. to, right? You yeah. gotta know the song first. But they have to have the backing track there. Yeah, but they've got, the mach- they've got machines with tens of thousands of oh, songs okay. on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so they've just got a karaoke machine there and mm. they're just like boop, boop, boop. Yeah, yep. Okay, fair enough. All right, so that was a, a step back in time. That was a cracker. To a simpler time with yep, Goedo. All right, so what I'd like to introduce you to next is an artist, Kaniya Hideyuki, with his song Ishukan o Sumo Hen, A Week in Sumo. <laughs> トリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアトリアト
三百所求助得。Now, I reckon you could probably tell me what that's about. Yeah, it's, so it goes through the week. I'm yeah. so I'm I'm thrilled with this. Give it it goes a go. through the weekdays, and and then he's talking about going. He says going to the sumo, getting a little cooler. Did Did you hear any rikishi names in there? I heard Ozeki. Mm. Yep. Yep. So let me give a little bit of context first. So.、Um, Old mate Kaniya Hideyuki is a YouTube artist. Yep,、uh, and his style is Kayuta, which is a parody artist. So this is parried, parrying, pad, <laughs> parrying, parry, parrying, no parrying, parrying. Yep, a song that I don't know and I can't tell you about. Okay, <laughs> like I couldn't get Bing to go that deep. But it is a parody. It's a parody. You can get away with.、Uh, Bit of copyright there with the old parody law in Australia, anyway. Well, well, I think you can in Japan too. His、uh, YouTube channel, he's got somewhere north of fifty videos. Not all about sumo. This is the only sumo parody song I could find. Twelve、uh, hundred subscribers. I would get involved, and again, we'll have the link. Let me tell you what this song is about. So this song charts、uh, the basho where Asunoyama. Oh, w- went out、uh, unceremoniously. So Sunday he won. Yeah. On Monday he lost, and then th- there's some nonsense lyrics in there which you could probably hear. And then and then there's trouble. Ozeki Asunoyama on Thursday for Senpai on Friday from Friday onwards a holiday. I heard that Kinyobi Kara. Yep. Uh, and then it goes on to say that he was found out. A he was holiday. Found out, <laughs>、oh, and really? then Sanbasho Kujoda to finish off. So three. Uh, Basho suspension. So this is recent.、Uh, yes, this is very recent. Twenty、uh, nine, yeah, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, whatever it Somewhere was. Somewhere around there.、Um, we will put Hideki Yuki's、uh, YouTube channel in there. Give him some views. Very very funny guy.、Um, one of his top、uh, or most viewed videos is、uh, about. Being、uh, locked down or staying at home for COVID, and I can't tell exactly what side of the fence. Yeah, old I was. I was about to ask what his other parody videos <laughs> are about because to、yeah. cherry pick that situation out of sumo, I, I feel like <laughs>、oh. some of the other. I don't know. It just yeah, gave me a bit of a feeling there,、mm. and I wondered whether some of、okay. the other parody videos might be. All right. Might be interesting to translate. Well, we might have to have a deep dive, <laughs> maybe on our Patreon episode, a deep dive into that channel to see what's going on there. <laughs> That's it for、uh, karaoke. Oh,、corner. look! I think you could put out a, a paper on sumo singing the world around. I think you should go into、um, academia.、Mm. Yeah, although I mean, I've got a master's in my head. Yeah, yeah.、Oh, go straight for a PhD. I think you've got enough.、Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, enough、okay. material there. Thank you so much for. <laughs> Um, col- uh, putting all that together, you did it in a hotel room in Brisbane because all this week you're away on a music conference. Yeah, yeah. So late last night I started, and yeah, I mean the sumo karaoke gods were not kind, but you know life's a battle. Every day's a day one and a day fifteen. Yeah, I got through it. Yeah. <laughs> You did very well. <laughs> We've got some、um, some debutants in Makuchi this time around. So exciting to see Hiradumi there. So he has come up through Jurio, had a little whoopsie along the way,、uh, but with a ten five in July, he's now hit Magashira sixteen. I can't wait to see this guy go around. I'll be very very interested to see him down the bottom of the card in the next couple of weeks. Mitori is the other guy at Magashira sixteen. Now I'm going to put him forward as the Next saddest man in sumo, not the next saddest, the next saddest man in sumo, because there is no one in his stable anymore. Wow, Ishikido. So the last guy retired. He is the only guy in his hair, and he doesn't have anyone to train with. He just has to do. And this photo was released of him just by himself, just like you know, doing weights Gee, and trying to train. That's sad. I think that's too much for him to overcome. I think something has to happen with that. Well, they、hair. need more. They, they need more rikishi. Yeah, or merge exactly. Or some, another one should share some with him. Like just, just help him out there because I mean, it's devastating. Given 
given that, uh, Mitori is doing incredibly well. I mean, getting this far just by slapping the big upright wooden pole. Yeah, just by himself. By himself. <laughs> crying. Well, I mean, you it shows. can't verify the crying. It does show that just slapping the pole can sometimes be enough. He got the U Show back in 2021. The Jurio U Show um, got injured after that, but he is back at Maegashira 16. Some other guys at their highest ranks Hoshoryu, of course, at Sekiwake, Tobi Zaru, and Midori oh. Fuji at Maegashira 1. Could you ask for a better set of Maegashira 1s? I this love is, this so much. It's going to be so entertaining. So great. And they don't even fight each other on day one, actually, because as I mentioned before, Tobi Zaru had short eye, right? Mm. Um, We'll, we'll go through some of the other matches in a second. Nishiki Fuji, as we mentioned, Isagahama Baya going very well this time around. He's at Magashira 10. Oho at his highest rank of Magashira 13. And the aforementioned Mitori and Hirodumi at Magashira 16. A couple of new names popping up in Jurio. We have Kimbozan uh, at Jurio 12. And oh, who's this? Tochi Musashi. Yep, he changed, changed his name. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, at highest ranks as well in Jurio, Atami Fuji at Jurio 3. Yeah, is it time? Yeah. Is it time? It's a timey. It's a timey. Hokuseiho at Jurio 9. Chiyo Sakai, Jurio 11. And Gonoyama at Jurio 12. They're all at their highest ranks, <sighs> as are those two debutantes. There's a big changing of the guard going on in Jurio. At yeah. The it's looking cool it down there looking at the bottom, very actually. Good. And, you, and you look at Rikishi like, uh, you know, those older names like Enho, Akua, Hidnumi, Kagiyaki. Yeah. It's a lot of good, hungry, young rikishi nipping at their heels. Yeah, absolutely. And Asanawaka, we heard that he um, had COVID. And then did we hear that Asanayama had it as well, got it from him <laughs> as well? I th- uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Right, okay. But anyway, they, they should have... Um, Got better, they should be testing negative by now, but we'll keep a little eye on that. Asanayama, speaking of him at uh, Makushita 15, and just a reminder that if he gets a Zen Show you show, the 7 0, that would get him up to Jurio. Well, okay, well, should and then we? We have to have a new parody song. A new parody song, exactly. <laughs> About him getting back in. Have a look at some of the matchups on day one. Um, Shimanumi is the Jurio visitor. Just oh, thought geez. I'd mention that. It's yep. not, not the best day That's one for him. He's up against Hirodumi. I mentioned Terunofuji um, up against Kirabiyama. Takakesho has Ichinojo, Tobizaru and Shodai, Mitakumi and Midori Fuji. I mm. cannot wait for that one. We don't have the head-to-head because of Sumo DB, mm. uh, but that will be a very, very interesting bout. And what a way for Mitakumi to come back. And Konowaka, he's back as well against Wakataka Kage and Hoshoryu Tamawashi. Meisei Daesho, and that's uh, all of the Sanyakus. So that is making me absolutely pumped for day one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is there any other business we need to clean up? We should tell you that um, the Sumo Mainichi Sake Fund is still running. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you would like to support the podcast, uh, you can... Do a little donation through PayPal using sumomainichi at gmail.com. The uh, uh, information is in our bio yep. and our socials. Uh, and a big, big thank you to the people who are who are supporting us. Uh, every donation is very much appreciated and every dollar goes into buying uh, sake. Yep. For <laughs> Which we partake of and enjoy very much. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> thank you very much to everyone who supports us that way. Uh, Akibasho, it's two days away. I am not even going to do any predictions because I want everybody to win. Uh, okay. What about you? Oh, you're going to now. You're well, usually the one who's you know like, what? I don't want to do them. No, oh, like I do them. They're never right. <laughs> um, look, I think we're going to see an yep. Ozeki win. Okay. Takakesho. Okay. Okay, you're going to say Takakesho. Yep. It's just something about that Zen state of mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beginning, it's the end. It's a snake eating its own tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, a rare Dave Rogers you, okay. prediction. What's your prediction? Well, I mean, I, I always feel bad to predict Terana Fuji, but I wonder whether it's not his time to come back this time around. And, yeah. and when I say bad, it's not because I don't want him to win. It's just like a bit boring to predict the Yokozuna. Like yeah. I'd love to go for 
you know, Wakataka Kage or Hoshoryu or something like that or Tobi Zaru. But the great thing about our predictions is that we never follow them up. So, no, no, we forget so about them like almost immediately. There's no responsibility. Have some fun with it. Go that's why it. you don't normally choose Terra Fuji. Yeah, yeah, perhaps that's the case. But I, I just do wonder whether this is, is his time again. Oh, He's I think extremely motivated. I think you're probably right. Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi and our pre-Basho episode for the Aki Basho starting on Sunday. We'll see you uh, after day 15, probably on the Monday after the Sumo wraps up when we're back in Australia, back in the studio. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah.